Welcome to Lose Lips, all the things you wanted to say but didn't know how to say it. Today's topic is going to be about the Live and PGA merger. I don't know about you, and I first I need to um, state that I'm not a golf fan, and nor do I even pretend to know a lot about golf. But um, when this merger came about, I don't think I was the only one that was really surprised. The golf world was actually stunned by the announcement of a partnership between the PGA Tour and Live Golf, the Saudi-backed rival league that had been locked in a legal battle with the established tours for two years. The deal which also gives and involves the DP World Tour creates a new commercial entity that unifies the three tours and promises to grow the game and benefit the players, the fans, and the sponsors. Now, as I said, I don't pretend to be a golf enthusiast or even know much about the sport, but I do remember when many players were leaving PGA and going over to live golf among the descent of many players as well as fans. Why would such players move over? Is it all because of money? This brings to mind Are we selling our souls just for a paycheck? Mind you, golf players, and not just golf players, but sports players in general, are paid an insane amount of money. The partnership that was created was the result of months of negotiations between PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan and Saudi Public Investment Fund governor Yasir Al-Marayan, who will serve as the chairman and CEO of the new entity, respectively. The Public Invested Investment Fund will also provide a capital investment to facilitate the growth and success of this new venture. What I can't understand, and I believe a majority of the public as well, is why the PGA would even look for a merger. It has been stated and proved that the Saudis backed some of the terrorists who actually caused and contributed to the 9-11 catastrophe. So why would PGA even want to merge with an entity that was responsible for terrorists that killed thousands of Americans on our soil. This merger is actually going to end the controversy and uncertainty that surrounded Live Golf since its launch in June of 2022, when several top players resigned their PGA Tour status to join the breakaway league that offered lucrative contracts in a team-based format. The PGA Tour responded by banning live golf players from its events and filing lawsuits against them and this new live league. This new partnership is actually going to allow live golf players to reapply for the PGA Tour or DP World Tour membership after the season in 2023. 
following what they say will be a fair and objective process. The team element of Live Golf will also continue in some capacity, although deals are yet to be finalized. The golf calendar for the rest of 2023 will remain unchanged, but the future changes are expected as the new entity seeks to optimize the schedule and create more opportunities for their players and their fans. The merger is aiming to create more opportunities for sponsors around the world, as well as to enhance and grow and develop the sport. The new entity, which will be called the PGA Tour Global, will actually operate under a single set of rules and regulations and is going to oversee all the professional golf tournaments and activities in both regions. PGA Tour Global will also collaborate with other golf bodies, such as the International Federation of PGA Tours, the RNA, and the USGA, to promote this game globally. This merger was actually approved by the boards of both organizations and is expected to be completed by the end of this year. The details of this merger, such as the governance structure and the financial arrangements, and even the branding strategy are still being finalized. So basically now you're going to have golf players from all over the world merging. And the the PGA and the European Tour have been working closely together since 2019 when they signed the Strategic Alliance to explore ways to enhance their partnership. This alliance resulted in several joint initiatives such as creation of the Rolex series, um, premium events, um, the expansion of the World Golf Championship, and even the launch of the PGA Tour University. And this um, university actually helps college golfers transition to a professional career if that's what they want. So when these two entities merge, it was seen as a response to the growing competition from rival leagues, such as um, I think it was the Premium Golf League and the Super Golf League which have been trying to lure top players with lucrative offers. So the PGA and the European Tour hope that by joining the forces, they can offer more benefits and incentives to their members. You know, um, increased prize money and ranking points and more player opportunities or whatever it may be to entice the players to stay with their league. So... What they're saying is that this merger is also expected to have positive impact on the golf industry as a whole, as it will create more exposure and interest for the sport in different markets and worldwide. So they're thinking that the PGA and the European Tour with their combined membership of over 2,000 golfers from all countries all over the globe And they're going to be hosting over a 100 tournaments in different countries. So they believe that the merger is going to reach a wider audience and attract a whole bunch of different sponsors, a whole bunch of different partners, and they think it's going to benefit the fans and the players as a whole. 
So there are statements that the reaction from the golf community has been mostly positive. And they think that the players, the fans, the experts all welcome the merger as a historic and beneficial move for the sport. However, some challenges and uncertainties are definitely going to remain, such as, you know, how is the merger even going to affect the existing tours and events? How is it going to balance the interests and needs of different stakeholders? And how is it going to affect, you know, um, ongoing effects from like COVID and things of this nature? So basically, this merger is seen as a significant development in the history of golf. And they think that it could actually reshape the landscape of professional golf for years to come. Um, some are saying that it's even bold, it's ambitious, and it reflects the vision and commitment of both organizations to grow and, and even improve the game that so many people love uh, worldwide. But it makes you wonder how many more sports will combine for the sake and love of money? How many others are going to sacrifice themselves and their countries for the sake of a dollar? Is there no more honor among our games? It's one thing for a person to claim that they want and love to play the game, sport therein. It is another to say, you are going to play for a company that sponsors terrorists. Look at what happened to Brittany Griner. Would a sport player continue to go to Russia if they offered them an insane amount of money? It's the same concept. And what I can't seem to get my head around. Sports players have to know they are looked upon as idols in some instances. They have to have a higher moral than the average citizen because they're in the public eye. They need to understand the messages they are sending have either a negative or a positive effect in whatever they do. I understand that some people are happy with the merger and others are not so happy. But to hear some players say it is business and not personal, I am sorry to say and to disagree with these players in saying that it is personal when you have to look in the eyes of the people that lost family during 9-11. When does it stop? When does greed take over over what you believe is right or wrong? Is the salary so impressive that you put all else aside and say that I prefer to have a paycheck? What happens then if you are overseas in one of these countries and you are taken hostage due to your newfound and public global status? Do we as an American society have to bail you out and work with a country that we are against? to save your soul from assassination? Will you regret it then? Or would you say the paycheck was actually worth it? This is all for today. Thank you for listening and to lose lips. And until next time.